Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches, Witches Talking Tarot. And uh, we're still going to say, if you don't get why we're laughing, you got to check out the YouTube. It's just, yeah. Any who's it's. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us this evening. We're going to be talking about spirit animals and familiars. And when I use the term spirit animal, it is all inclusive of the fact that throughout all different cultures, you can find animal behavioral characteristic associations that are used for magic and spirit work. So animal totems, power animals, spirit animals, they're called different things in different regions and different cultures. And as you're working with different things, you might refer to it differently. I personally am going to be using the word spirit animal or the term spirit animal because that's two words. Um, but I'll be using the term spirit animal uh, because that is what I always say. So if I try to go with any other term, it's probably going to get fucked up anyway. So spirit animal. Um, and then a familiar is a familiar is a familiar. So that'll be the word we'll be using when we talk about them. And we'll be talking about the differences, you know, between the two. Like we're going to discuss each thing because some people may think and or do think that a spirit animal or a totem animal is the same thing as your familiar. And two things can be true, but they not they are not necessarily one and the same. Usually your familiar is going to be usually something that lives with you and your spirit animal could be an elephant, which probably does not. So it <laughs> was a really long intro. Thanks for bearing with me guys. So, um, most of us know that a familiar is an animal that has a strong connection with a specific, witch. um, I do believe familiars can be reincarnated. Do you, do you think familiars can be reincarnated into Damn it. Yeah, I do. Every time I was like, what's the red thing that's hanging down back there? It's the time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> do I think spirit animal, uh, spirit? I'm sorry. Do familiars. I feel like familiars can be reincarnated? I confuse myself, guys. That's okay. Can be reincarnated people? No, can they be reincarnated throughout the witch's life? So, uh, like that fucking movie with yeah, the dog? that shit. I haven't like, even seen that movie. It looks like bullshit. All right. Me. So full disclaimer to everybody, uh, very possibly going to cry when we are talking about this because Shelby, I called Shelby Susan, which was the dog I grew up with so many damn times. Um, and it could be just cause they were like similar, but even my dad said like, no dog reminded him of Susan like Shelby did. And, like, I do believe that they can be, like, I believe more so they can find their way back to you. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they weren't reincarnated specifically to put, be put in your path, but they can find their way back to you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I also believe the other thing, too. Mm -hmm. I think both things can be true. Right. What about you? I do. I think so. I think that... Unfortunately, a lot of people tend to think that they find or they call animals their familiars without really having that connection. It's almost as just sort of like, like a, I'm a witch. This is my black cat. He's my familiar. Right. And they don't really understand what a familiar is. Yeah. Like, for you me, know what I mean? 
So like, <clears throat> it's a close connection, but also like, it's a, um, it's a very personal, like heartfelt connection with the animal. Mm -hmm. Like the animal is in tune with your emotions and whether you use them with your spell work or not, you have the ability to use them with your spell right, work. Does right, that make sense? Right. Or um, if you're astral projecting. Yes, they can be your guardian mm -hmm. or join you if mm -hmm. they are so choose. Oh, Game of Thrones reference. I mean, not really, but really when Bran was uh, the three-eyed raven, his wolf kept an eye on yes. him. What I happened to his that. wolf? Oh, it got eaten. Oh, spoiler alert. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I totally forgot what happened. That's and like I was like, old. oh, that's old. It's old enough. It's not a spoiler, guys. If you haven't watched it, that's fine. If you're interested now, go watch it. <laughs> but like, uh -huh. he, he, but not now. Like, keep keep with us until the end of the episode. Then go watch Game of Thrones. His... Well, mm. did guard? Excuse me, guys. It is late. It's late for us. We, uh, his we wolf, switched from a day schedule to a night schedule for season two, just because of family needs on right. both of our ends. Yeah, but his wolf did guard his body while he yeah. was astral projecting. Well, and I know I've seen something like I can't remember what it is now, but a cat, same thing. Cat. Uh, maybe I like it was Sabrina. Think, I like absolutely Sabrina and Salem, but I think something else where the cat was like. Oh, bitch, I will fucking fuck you up. Uh, and then also there's the cat and cat's eye, which is why we couldn't use Drew Barrymore when we guested on Quantum Recast, because I absolutely refused to lose Drew Barrymore because the cat kills a gnome to save her. Well, when I like, think of cats, she, like, it's trying to like suck her breath out of her body and the cat like jumps and like knocks it off her chest. Because it's oh, like, she's that. like having trouble breathing because the gnome's taking her breath. Jeez. Yeah. See, this is why that movie can't be changed. Like, yeah, it's a good movie. But like, that cat sought her out to protect her from that gnome. Well, I like, just, and to me, like, that's exactly what a familiar would do. For me, I think a familiar cat would astral project with you. Like, and be your guardian in the other world. Because to me, cats versus dogs, they have different spiritual, you know what I mean, properties. Cats are so liminal. They walk Well, but way. I mean, Cerberus guards the underworld. That I is dogs, true. And, I mean, Hecate. That is so, like, absolutely true. Because I see dogs true. as... I think... That's why I said the dog could join you if it so chose, because the dog mm -hmm. might choose to stay with you and guard you. Or it might be like Cerberus on the inside, and part of it can be here, and part of it can be there. Maybe that's the message of Cerberus in the... Oh, my God. What if that is the message of Cerberus in the underworld? Cerberus, he's a three-headed dog. He is the underworld, the regular world, and the heavens. Huh. I like that. I do. I do. And like so, that. like, what if that's just a representation of all dogs? All dogs are liminal like that. I love that. They all, which would be why they're so attuned with the moon, like wolves howling at the moon and shit. Sorry, no, guys. No, I, I just totally got chills. Love that. Like, well, and I'm also like... <clears throat> I do see a cat joining you, but at the same time, like, I know there's a Sabrina episode where Salem is protecting her body while she's astral projecting. Because, like, man, Netflix Sabrina, like, fucked Salem up. Right. He wasn't even robotic. He can't talk. Like, all the technology we got today and Salem couldn't talk. What about... Fuck you guys. What about, um... So familiars are, would you say, physical... Absolutely. Familiars are physical. They're in they this realm. Spirit animals are 
spirit animals. Right. Well, and spirit animals can be in this realm.、Mm-hmm. So, because spirit animals, like a spirit animal, can come to you in messages in this realm、mm-hmm. with physical, like a fox walking by you. Oh my、right. God! I think a fox is mine. <laughs> well, like, okay, so when Ben passed away, I was going through a lot of shit、uh, emotionally, right?、Mm-hmm. I was going through a time of transformation in my life. I had monarch butterflies all over me,、mm-hmm. all the time. Like they would come and land on my shoulder and stuff if I was outside for any period of time. I mean, I literally had butterflies seeking me out,、mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, like. This I have to pay attention to this sign, like obviously. And I looked it up, and monarch butterflies are all about transformation and going through transitions in life. Which you know, when we deal with death, you go through life transitions.、Mm-hmm. Like it's just part; it's literally part of life. And、mm-hmm. um, if you believe in reincarnation, then death is transformation as well. In、mm-hmm. tarot, death is transformation, isn't it? Yeah, death is、uh, a great change. Yeah, yeah. transformation, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, and spirit animals can also like you can you can meditate and you can focus on what spirit animal you need in your life right now and call one to you. I'm、well. very curious on if you can do a meditation to just see your spirit animal. Absolutely, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Um, would would that be something that you would recommend doing in a protected space, a cleansed space? You know, because it's not really summoning something to you, but it's still working with that otherworldly spirit that is not、I、a deity. Always have some kind of something going、mm-hmm. on if I'm doing anything like that.、Mm-hmm. So I would say yes, like a, a circle Because, or a yeah,、thing. like salt or you know, protect yourself in whatever way. Maybe、mm-hmm. like. I prefer oils and sprays. Like I will spray myself with my Unto the Veil spray、mm-hmm. because it's got lavender for psychic protection.、Mm-hmm. It's got frankincense for protection. Love that protection. oil. Love it.、Oh、so good. It's so spicy. It is so spicy. I love it. Oh, I do I really? I get、do. excited. I've been wearing it for like since a week after Maybelline in my body oil. I've been mixing the Unto the Veil oil in with my coconut oil so that I have a little bit of that. And I smell fucking delicious when I get in the car. It's just me by myself. I'm like, damn, it's so cinnamony and nutty、like、in here. Clovey, oh, it's good. I would say I meant clovey, but not 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 my. It's not really nutmeg. I, I misspoke. I、that. would say cookie, but it's more it's chai tea. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean. Absolutely agree. And I think that a lot of that has to do with like the frankincense and the lavender, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and there's vanilla too for,、right. for the ancestors. But yeah, anyway.、Um, So I I would always do something, you know, even if it's just anointing my third eye with protection mm-hmm. oil. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually quite often will anoint my third eye with protection oil or my、um, unto the veil oil, and and for me it is like okay, wow. If you've seen Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, you're gonna understand what I'm saying. If you haven't, just try to picture it. Okay, so. For me, <clears throat> when I anoint my third eye with、mm-hmm. oil, what happens? Okay, in my head, what happens is I anoint with the oil. Okay, and the oil it takes its energy and it just glides over my entire being、mm-hmm. with a protective thing. Like 
in Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, they use the blood of Jesus or the remnants of the blood of Jesus and all these other guys that have been protecting the blood of Jesus that have had to mix theirs in. So it's like this mixture of like super holy, sacred blood that protects you from the demons that are trying to take over um, mm -hmm. the world. And uh, they like even just a little bit, like you can take a little dab of this blood and you put it on the window frame over there. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden the whole thing just lights up and like, 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 even just the littlest bit, it spreads around the entire area you need it to protect. Mm -hmm. um, and that is exactly how I treat it when I do my third eye that way. I quite often, for small things like this, and I don't say small in a... It's not a large, crazy right, summoning. It, right. I'm not doing, like, a ritual. What, like I'm not doing a large ritual where I'm, like, calling the corners and things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just protecting myself. And then opening up. I do mine you know? with, uh, I, I draw a pinnacle on my uh, third eye. I okay. do. And I, I like just, because I, I feel that. like it's that double protection. You've got mm -hmm. the protection of the oil, but you also got the protection of physically putting the, the pinnacle over your third eye. And okay. I kind of see it as like a protective, almost like a shield. Yeah. Like, you know. I get that. Um. Now, that being said, you have protective oils in your shop, don't mm -hmm. you? I do. I have protection oil and protection spray in my shop, as well as other oils and sprays that you can use for protection because they've got some of the same stuff. Like, mm -hmm. um, But, like, maybe you have uh, you want it to, like, actually smell good. Mm -hmm. So you can use, like, the, your grounded buddy, which is good for protection and grounding mm -hmm. because of the items in it. I don't advertise it as protection. Because it's called your grounded buddy, and that takes away from the humor. Well, and I do love uh, the Unto the Veil. That's my favorite. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not available anymore. It's not. It's not. No. It was like a last year thing. Yeah. But if I had to choose a quick second favorite, it's got to be the Prosperity Oil. Yeah. You would not imagine that Prosperity Oil would smell the way this oh does. God. When I think Prosperity... Oh, God. When I Sorry. think Prosperity, I think minty or, like, spicy. This is more, like, fruity. Uh, I... Uh, I'm a Florida girl and I came up with the idea in Florida when I was visiting my aunt and banana leaves are for prosperity. Right. And I was like sitting by her banana tree and I was like, you know, I could make a tropical prosperity oil and spray, which, you know, the tropics are prosperous. Oh, you know absolutely. What I mean? They've got bananas and coconuts and right. Exactly. Like, you know, they have, They've got food. They've got the a longer growing season. <laughs> they've, got, they've got the fountain of youth. Like, it's just like a really prosperous area. And like, you know, so I put like almond oil and elderberries because they're actually for prosperity mm -hmm. as well as health. So like healthy prosperity. Oh, yeah. Hell right? yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I do love the smell too. Like, because it's fruity with spice too, because it's got cinnamon and cloves. I put cloves in a lot of my shit. I love cloves. Yeah. It's my But, favorite. You know, if you favorite. want limited edition oil, right now I have in my shop my limited edition holiday oils. Can Can Candy Cane, Santa's Cookies. Santa's Cookies, guys. Oh, my God. It's, it's like, I need Yeah, it's, it's like, straight up like a sugar it's cookie. It's like vanilla-y. It it's is. like, yeah. oh, my God, it's so good. It's good. But I personally, I like my Krampus oil. Really? Yeah. So it's my Xmas Eve oil 
um, I had made and I was like, damn, it smells like a Christmas party in this bottle. Like it's got the cookies, bacon, it's got the fucking pine trees in the background. It's got your boughs of holly. Like you can smell it all in this oil. Like it smells like a Christmas Eve party. And I had my husband smell it and he's like, you know, I really think you need more pine and more clove and more cinnamon. Uh, like it just doesn't feel. So I went back and I added some more scents to it based on his feedback. Mm -hmm. And it was like Christmas Eve punched you in the goddamn face. So I <laughs> named it Krampus oil. And I said, the oil smells like the, like I'm pretty sure the exact description is the oil smells like a Christmas party that your parents dragged you to that you don't want to be at and you don't know anybody there. And I thought that was a good selling point because I thought that was hilarious. I mean, it's perfect for Krampus. It is perfect you for Krampus. You know what I mean? And, like, I advertise it as, like, it's great for a man. Like, it's a very manly scent. It's, uh -huh. like, it's it's evergreens and spices. I just, I love the Santa's cookies yeah. one. Santa's I cookies is good. Like, and can can candy cane. I mean... Make sure you don't eat it. It smells just like a candy cane. <laughs> but, like, they're fucking awesome. They yeah. really are. But uh, definitely the Prosperity Spray and the Antidote yeah. Spray are my favorite. I, yeah, I, I actually have to completely agree with you. Like, 100%. Even. I do like your Grounded Buddy, yeah. but, you know. Well, and I, I like Happy Days. I created that specifically for me. It's my, like, feel-good uh -huh. oil scent. But Unto the Veil, like. It just—it does. It's something. that spice, yeah. It is. It, it, is. Mm -hmm. it, it does something. I mean, and just like a familiar, right? Like when you have you have an animal that you care about, mm -hmm. but that's not the same as a familiar. Exactly. Like yes. you're familiar when you're not outwardly showing your emotions, but inside you are turmoil. You are everything. A familiar is going to pick up on that. A regular animal would as well, mm -hmm. but they're going to behave differently. Right. Is that like, different? I, I can't even lie. Like, I toyed with throughout my life, is Shelby a familiar? Is Shelby not a familiar? I truly believe Shelby was a familiar for me. I don't know that I've ever had another familiar. Now, do you think there could be more than one familiar? Yes, absolutely. I just don't think I've ever had one. Right. Outside of Shelby. But, like, this dog knew me inside and out. We had the same health issues. Like, that's just... I know they say you are your dog, but, you know, we have the same health issues. Um, but, like, there was this connection with her, and she would look me in the eyes, and it was like she was talking to me as she would look me... Like, she's communicating with mm -hmm. me through our eyes and like I've never had an animal that I interacted with and bond like even my dog growing up I loved Susan right but the bond that I had with Shelby I can only say I do feel like she was a familiar for me and <laughs> whereas familiars and spirit animals aren't always connected I did have a revelation today where I think uh, she's trying to send me a message. And uh, I've been seeing Labradoodles every fucking where. You never saw Labradoodles in Joplin. Within the last two months, the Humane Society has adopted out like a half dozen at least. Oh, wow. Yesterday, a Labradoodle tried to run away from its owner to come see me while I was pumping gas. Oh. I started crying a little bit. I miss my Christmas puppy, guys. I do. But that's not why I, um, 
that's not why I think she was my familiar. I've always, like I said, like throughout the years I toyed, like I was like, is it just me being like over dramatic or is this dog really like what she is? And I really feel, especially since she's passed, like she's come to visit me several times. I could smell her when she came to visit me. I could feel her presence. I used to go pet her at her grave. I left her biscuits on Hecate's night because she's my doggy. Um, but I also feel like she's trying to like send me a message recently. And that's why, cause like, I'm not ready for another dog. Like, so the universe is not putting labradoodles in my face to make me get another labradoodle. Right. 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 Um, but did you know that labradoodles were created to be the perfect service animal? No, I had no idea. I had they no were, idea. Uh, Labradors and poodles were bred together because the belief was that their qualities as dogs would make the perfect trainable service animal. And they really did succeed with labradoodles. They did. Like, they're super smart. They're hypoallergenic most of the time because mm-hmm. the poodle is hypoallergenic. Um but they were created specifically to be service animals. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, we obviously did not use Shelby as a service animal. She was never a service animal. Um, she did crawl across about 36 other puppies that she was related to to get to me. Oh. She chose me like the wizard. Cho- the wand chooses the wizard, Harry- Mr. Potter. In my life, the pet chooses you. Like, that's. Like, that's why Erebus lives here, because that motherfucker came up and was like, hey, you're my human. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm your human now? Fuck, I gotta bring you home. That makes me so sad. It, it reminds me of my dog, which just so happens to still be at my mother's house. When I went to get her, um, we opened up the crate, and I didn't see her. I just saw a shadow of her, and because uh, she was the only black one. And it was dark. And she tried to feed on her mom. And her mom literally walked away and was like, no. No. So she sat down and she cried. Mm, and I picked her up so and was sad. like, I'll be your mother now. <laughs> I did. It was so, so sweet. sweet. It was so Oh, my God. I love her. I do. Well, and, you know. My dad, like, uh, one of my dogs growing up chose my dad. Like, I was getting a dog for Easter, and, um, I. <laughs> yeah, it was a German Shepherd. That was for my father. Uh, I don't like German Shepherds. No offense to them, but their warts bother me. Anywho. Um, but I was getting a black German Shepherd, and I named her Onyx, and she, she lived to the ripe old age of, I don't remember, but uh, she outlived her sister by several years. But her sister was not supposed to come with, home with us. And she fucking plopped herself down between my dad's foot and feet every time he stood still. And when he walked, she just right between his legs, she was this little roly-poly thing. And she just... And my dad was like, well, I guess she chose us. So I guess we're getting both dogs. And then until Hunter died... You couldn't separate Onyx and Hunter. If you took them to the vet separately, oh my God, they both just cried the whole time. That is so it is sad. sad. They were, I love those girls. Um, Corey and I learned about uh, shaving dogs um, with those dogs. They had to wear t-shirts for a while because we oh gave them God. a haircut. We weren't even trying to be mean. We were like, they are so hot. We shaved, like, we shaved them. Were they ugly after you shaved them? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you could see skin. Like we didn't know you shouldn't do that with dogs, so that that's why they got all my old T-shirts because they were getting sunburned. Oh my I god! I didn't know. We didn't know. We were stupid. We were. That we did so not know. Sad. Like. <laughs> they were cool about it. Their fur grew back, but like for a couple months, they were ugly as sin. <laughs> oh like ugly as sin. Poor girls. Like, look, I'm sorry. We didn't know. We weren't like shave poochie poochie. I promise you, it wasn't like that. I'm sure some shave poochie poochie jokes were made because Biodome existed at that point, but um, we just didn't know. Like, never shave a dog's fur like you might a human. Okay. I know everybody's like, of course, Amber. I was like 17. I didn't fucking know. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, okay. So, um, as far as... Do you think you can call a familiar to you? I think you can. I do. Like, would it be like a generalized searching for a familiar? I think in my head, I imagine it a meditation. And a meditation calling out but see my problem with that is you're calling out to something what's gonna hear you well and that's my thing like yeah. okay so like when it comes to spirit animals at least I don't know about familiars but like when it comes to spirit animals you can meditate and just call out to you know look for a spirit animal or much more recommended is you can put intention behind it and you can focus on mm -hmm. what it is you would like help with. Like, right. you know, what can this animal teach you? Because like, okay, so we've talked about spirit animals. But we haven't actually like described. Okay. So a spirit animal, each animal brings different characteristics and qualities to the plate. Right. So, um, you know, a snake gives you, it, it gives you properties of transformation because they shed their skin and they become new every time they grow. You know, they give you rebirth and regeneration. That's something that is an association with snakes, right? So uh, wolves have probably, like, pack-related uh, associations. Dogs have, like, loyalty. But there's, like, more to it than that even. Like, look deeper. Like, you know, the Labradoodle was created to be the perfect service animal. It was created to be in service of others. And I have felt some resentment recently, feeling like I have been put in a position of just being of service to others. Like, that's, that's the purpose of my life. And as I was preparing and thinking for this episode, I realized I've been seeing Labradoodles everywhere for like two months and I felt like it popped in my head the universe is telling me like yeah that's why you're here starseed like you are here to be in service of others it's it has nothing to do with you Amber mm -hmm. it, you are literally here just so you can help others like that's that's your purpose that's exactly what you're here for and I think that's why I've been seeing Labradoodles everywhere so like are they my spirit animal all the time? I don't think so. But right now I needed that message. Additionally, once when I was tripping with my buddy, uh, when we were 16, he was like, you look like a poodle. What the fuck? That's yeah, funny. no, it hurt my, I was okay. so embarrassed. I was like 16 <laughs> and there was a bunch of us who were sitting around the pool and like, 
it was the beginnings of my hair getting body. So mm-hmm. like it was really humid and my hair got like big and curly-ish mm-hmm. and he was tripping and he's like, you look like a poodle. And Labradoodles are half poodle, you know? So it's like, right. have I always had a poodle connection? Because like also poodles are a German dog and like I've got the, the Norse ancestry and I don't know why in some way Hecate seems very German to me. Like, I could picture her as an old German lady, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, And so it's like, you know, like when I was a kid, I got offered two black poodles by my grandmother Mm -hmm. that bred poodles. Like, she was like, she couldn't sell them, and she did my parents dirty by offering them to me. But, like, I was offered two black poodles. When we got Shelby, Corey wanted to get a black Labradoodle. He was reaching for a black one, and Shelby just climbed across everybody into my hands. Mm. my Christmas puppy but um, you know no matter what you call them a spirit animal it can be with you for your life it can be with you for a fleeting moment exactly just to give you a message Mm -hmm. you know I don't see butterflies all the time but when I start seeing butterflies all the time I know that that's a message does that make sense right absolutely I see dragonflies sometimes but I don't see them all the time so if I see dragonflies all the time, well, that's a message. Right. You know right. what I mean? I, like I totally spirit. agree. I totally agree. Just like you. if right. you're driving somewhere and a fox crosses your path, that's very rare. Very rare. Right. I actually had that happen. Um, and I was like, Bryson, I just saw a fucking fox. Oh, my God. That time with the oracle cards. Oh, my God. It was yes. a fox. It was I was oh right. My God. <laughs> I, said, I think it's a fox. I, I was right. But I also, like, get this. I don't know if this is a spirit, like, animal incident or what. My husband and I were back roading because it would help get my son to sleep. And also, you see some really nice shit out there. Some during the day, we're just back roading. There's something in the middle of the road. I'm like, hold up, is that a dog? It wasn't a fucking dog. It was a fucking bobcat oh my god i did i had a bobcat run across the road on me the other day they're huge i didn't realize how big i know yes that's why i thought it was a dog at first but i the ears the ears is what and it looked me right in the fucking eye and ran off into somebody's cornfield probably fucking around with their shit i was out on clem road if you know where clem road is y'all yeah fucking bobcat and i was like what the Did fuck? Did I just see a cryptid? No. Right? A real no. Oh, my bad. But, like, you never <laughs> see them. I don't think no. I'll ever see one so close, and I looked it in the yeah. eye. I mean, Corey spends a lot of time in the woods, and he's only seen them, like, a couple of times. It you was know? crazy. Oh, my God. Cor- oh, my God. I wish. I wonder if he'll let me upload it. Maybe we'll give it to behind the scenes. When One of the last times Corey went camping, um, he was walking through the woods mm-hmm. and he came upon this little bat that must have had like kind of like it didn't have a hurt wing hurt wing, but it was having trouble like getting up, I guess. Right. So it's like all in the ground. And he has this like two minute long video of this little bat like boop, 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 boop through the dry leaves and then crawling up the tree that's nearby and taking off. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I know. Isn't that cool? That's I totally crazy. forgot about that until right now. Again, spirit animals, guys, they come to you, right? Because I just think it's funny that I had the bobcat thing happen the other day, and I didn't even think to tell you, but I wasn't even thinking about that for this episode, and then you bring it up, and I'm just like, 
podcast. Huh, I wonder what they mean. I wonder what they mean. You should look it up, guys. So, so we you. weren't looking them up and like just telling you all the properties right, of different right. animals. Like you can look into it. We just want to let you know how to find them, how to know the difference between a spirit animal and a familiar, and understand that like throughout all the cultures of the world, there's animal personality, spirit magical associations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so whatever you choose to call it, it's really going to depend on whatever culture that you are following or a part of um but like essentially they're all they are not the exact same thing because each culture has its own differences right right, right. but like most of the zodiacs are animal based apparently right like, right, there's a right, Celtic right zodiac there's a chinese zodiac um like, the Greek zodiac is not completely animals, except mm -hmm. at the same time, people are animals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just kind of wanted oh, no, to, no, like, no, it's okay. bring it full circle. Um, so, do you guys believe in spirit animals? Do you think you have a spirit animal? And if so, what is it? Do you think that you've connected with your familiar, or are you waiting patiently and considering doing that meditation Amber and I talked about? Do you think that everybody will have a familiar in their life that practices magic? Huh. I That's do. That's a question. I do. do? I do, do personally. Sorry to interrupt. No, I, like, no. Like, I was going to say, yeah, I want you to answer, but also you guys, that question is for you. I just um, wanted to know Maddie's two cents. I actually, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure. I, I kind of, I want to believe that, but then is like, is that just like, because I want to have a familiar? I, I don't think so. I do believe, I do believe every magical person. That's just me though. Um, so but let it also us make sense because you'd be connected to that spirit world and the animals mm -hmm. are connected to mm -hmm. that spirit mm -hmm. world. So I don't mean to keep talking. We're both ending this by jumping in on top of each other. I know. So if no, I don't mean. Oh to. God, here Sorry. we go. <laughs> so if you're watching, you, on, you uh, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, love you, Melissa. But for real, if you guys are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We're 19 away from reaching our goal at the time that we're recording this. Check us out on Instagram at Which Is Talking Tarot. Check us out on Twitter at Classiest Witches. Support this show on Patreon. Maybe you can, like, we can pay for us to have lessons of not over-talking. But, like, <laughs> come on, you love it. That's why we're your, that's why we keep being, like, your favorite spiritual right. show and your favorite witches. Thanks for sitting with us for a spell. Bye. We have to talk about our show. Okay. Who are we and uh, what do we do? Ha. I am Martha Madrigal. And I'm Charles Tyson Jr. We are the hosts of full circle the, the podcast. podcast you are a beautiful white trans woman i will take that <laughs> of a certain age and you are a gorgeous black cis pan man <laughs> who has shared my life for 10 years and we're engaged i put a ring on it yeah you did put a ring on it's a pretty ring too <laughs> Now we have a podcast. Yeah, there's not much we don't talk about here. It's true. We talk about LGBTQ issues, headlines of the day. We talk about fun things too, like movies and music and television and pop culture. Mm -hmm. And we talk about what it is to be black in America and what it is to be trans in America and how those things intersect and collide. And child, it gets interesting. And you can check us out every Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts. Because once again, we're Charles Tyson Jr. and Martha the magical and this is full circle the, the podcast. podcast are we done now i think so okay 
Hey there, Rainbow Warriors. I'm CJ, host of Beyond the Rainbow, true crimes of the LGBT. My episodes focus on crimes committed by and against the LGBTQ community. I've covered cases you probably have heard of, such as Matthew Shepard, Brandon Tina, and the Orlando Pulse nightclub massacre, as well as some lesser-known cases like the murder of Ray Hainish, the Australian gay beat murders, and the suspicious disappearance of Lisa Lynn Stone. I cover cases brought to me by listeners like Penny Brummer, who I believe was wrongfully convicted, taboo cases such as lesbian corrective rape and murder in South Africa, and Pray the Gay Away camps. I discuss gay serial killers, women who pretend to be men to hook up with other women, and trans murders. I'm opinionated and uncensored, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but surely I'm someone shot at tequila. No matter what your gender or orientation in life might be, please join me as I tackle rainbow crimes in search of unicorn justice. Remember, it's not a crime to be gay, unless you're a murderer. <laughs>